Hello, welcome listeners to episode 28 of our podcast, Flashlights in the Dark. It's a podcast made by four members of RES, the Reconstructive International Integrative Holistic School. And today I'm here with Juliette Reinfrank from the Netherlands, uh, specific in The Hague. Uh, Chochil Carrasquero, uh, she's from Michigan in the USA. And also here is Lorena Pulido, and uh, she is in Vancouver, Canada. Okay, the topic that today we want to talk about is burnout. And um, I think when you are aware of that you're working really your ass off and that you're working really hard, but things are getting worse and worse, you're entering a state of, of mind of panic and also experiencing a lot of uh, physical and emotional pain. Uh, I think the, the feeling of losing control, that's uh, more or less uh, a, a very important one in uh, yeah. when we are suffering from a burnout, because it's so scary, the feeling of losing control, that um, we want to do everything uh, to avoid to lose more control. So when we are like going in the state of, of going into the burnout, the moments before, uh, the months before, or even some of the years before, we are trying to do almost everything to avoid that, to really, to, to, to keep the, uh, the control. But the way we are doing that uh, to, to keep the control or to avoid that things are going uh, worse, we, you could say that we are using the same tools as the tools that brought us well, into this mess, into the things that are going uh, wrong. At that moment, you can also say that a lot of times the body is starting to become your enemy because the body is uh, sabotaging. It's not supporting you anymore. It's, it's trying to stop you because the body, in a way, it's trying to give you signs and signals that it's not in, in that way that you are looking for the solution, but that you have to look in, in other ways uh, to find solutions. Um, well, when we talk about burnout, mostly the, the trigger of collapsing, I will talk later a little bit more about the collapsing, a lot of times it's work-oriented. At least that's how, when we, in general, uh, here in Europe, I think also in other places, when we talk about burnout, it's very, very um, connected to work-oriented problems. But at the same time, I think that the burnout can also happen like uh, relationship-related or uh, parenthood-related. It's just about that you are trying to work so hard in a, in a way that's not that's not working anymore. Um, I think what most people discover during their discovery of the burnout is that uh, unconsciously uh, the way they were behaving was not so, they were not so aware of that. They were not so aware of what's my way of am I behaving? But of course they, they only find it out later. In, in the process of the recovering because then they say like well i i um 
I was saying a yes to a lot of things, but I didn't even do them. But I couldn't say no. Sometimes I said yes and did it, even though I knew it was not really my responsibility to do it. But I was just doing. I was just doing it. And um, another thing is also that they, um, yeah, they discover that they are very defensive but unconsciously defensive to the people who want to push them in a new direction. So everything that they, if, if they are really having a lot of problems and things are really wrong, but the people in their surroundings who tell them to continue in that way, that they're doing it right, that's the one you want to hear. But the people who sometimes really with a warm heart and really well intentions, try to, to, to open their eyes or to say a little thing that could put them in a new direction. It's like an unconscious defensive uh, uh, way. Well, all those behaviors, those uh, unconscious behaviors, uh, of course, make that uh, we get really, really tired. And that's, of course, when we are spilling our energy in the wrong things. And that's when you, uh, that's why, what the name of the burnout also comes from. So what to do when we are um, having it or uh, when we see people to do, who are in it? Um I think when we want to look at what way we want to recover or healing ourselves from uh, from a burnout, uh, I in the last couple of couple of days when I was preparing this uh, podcast, I, uh, I I put the face in six phases. So the whole burnout I divided in six phases. Uh, they're not from a book, so it's not something that you can look up like, oh, these are the six phases. It's more from my experience of the last 20 years that I think like we have first the phase of the keeping it going. So it's really like keeping it going. The only thing that's important is that it keeps going. The second phase is the extremely exhausted so that you get really, really tired. And of course, they are not like one and two. They they, they, they are more fluid. They go over. The third one is the collapse. The fourth, the phase of the fourth is meeting yourself. Phase five is transforming yourself. And phase six is firmly in flow. And so uh, I will go a little bit over every phase uh, to have a little bit an idea like what, what is it? So I think in this first phase of the most important is like it, it should keep going. It, and it doesn't matter what we are really, when we are in that phase, we can sacrifice uh, ourselves, others, a lot of people, because the only thing it's like autopilot, we, everything, we have to keep up appearances and everything has, has to go. So it also means that we, uh, try in the, in the same way we always did to work harder, to work longer. And um, well, uh, if people are trying to do things that are keeping us from, from that, we, we get defensive. Not always so obvious. Yeah? We like, 
like uh, saying no, because sometimes the saying no is the most difficult for people who are suffering a burnout. But we we find ways to manipulate, to uh, uh, to 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 say yes to to not have a confrontation, but at the same time we 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 are only focusing on on uh, the repetition. We can't look for solutions. We are not looking for solutions because looking for solutions is something that if we then we have to take a break and we have to stand and look like oh what am I doing? What's working? What's not? That's in, in that's not possible in the in the phase one of keeping it going. Um, at that moment, uh, sometimes aware, sometimes not, we are really scared. We are really scared, scared because we feel some way like maybe we can't hold this very long, but that's the only thing you can do, just continue and continue. At the same time, in that period, in phase one and phase two, uh, there's a, a lot of uh, pain coming, pain physical uh, and pain emotional. The physical pain, uh, what I have experienced myself and with the clients, is mostly from between the head and the under of the belly. So it's in the belly, it's in the chest, it's in the shoulders, it's in the neck. A lot of people have the, the, the pressure of, of this, of, of, of the chest. So that, that could be signs that, that you feel uh, the pain. At the same time, um, people still want to continue. So they are looking for uh, a therapy of um, uh, breathing, relaxation, um, when I look at the last months before my collapsing, yeah, the, 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 the uh, part, uh, I, I uh, had um, meetings with my colleagues, but before the meetings, I went into my little office, I, I closed the door, I did 10 or 15 minutes of, of, of breathing and relaxation. And then I went to the meeting and after the meeting, I had to do it again because I was stressed again. So it helps, but it, it only helps to keep going. It doesn't really, really help for uh, uh, to find solutions. Okay, um, then we, of course, already get very exhausted, the extremely exhausted phase two. Um, the, uh, the keeping it going, the way we are trying to do it uh, doesn't give the results that we want. So at the, at some point, we really uh, get very, very tired. And of course, after that, uh, the collapsing happens. So then we enter phase three. The collapse. I think the collapse is the, the, the moment of the stop. <clears throat> and uh, it's an extremely necessary uh, phase because it's something that we, um, when we are in the other phases, we put all the energy to not get there. And uh, I think my experience is that it almost always has to come from someone else or the body really says stop and you can't go or a boss, a doctor, a partner or uh, someone else really says like this can't continue. 
I remember that I, I, I had these problems with the chest and it was worse and worse and worse. And then I thought, okay, let's go first to the doctor and, uh, and say what she can do so I can continue. And then she said like, uh, okay, I hear everything. I see you. I hear the way you talk. Um, you, for me, I, I, I say to you, you have a burnout and um, you, will, you won't work for at least two months. Well, for me, it was the hell because the, 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 I was all the time only focusing on continuing. And then someone really had the stop sign. And that collapsing, it's, it's like a necessary because you have to stop this, the, the, the loop uh, to go into finding solutions and to go into uh, um, the part of the healing. It also um, um, is a lot of times people describe is that they're rocking the bottom, that it's really then, then you really go low because then it's um, the, the experiencing that you can't have the control of keeping it is, is, is the, is the it, it's terrible. It's really like you feel like, oh, this is, this is going in the wrong uh, direction. Um, maybe it's good to say that, um, uh, I remember when I collapsed that I also saw another doctor and <laughs> I remember that, uh, he asked me like, oh, well, how is this? How is that? Uh, do you have any, uh, thoughts of, uh, suicide? And I was like shocked. I was like, Ooh, no, 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 no. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. And I was really shocked by the question. And a few weeks later, when everything, when you really feel that you, everything is changing because nothing you can continue, because when you have worked for months and months in the repetition, and then suddenly you're weeks at weeks at home in bed or almost not able to do anything, it's, 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 it's very uh, scary, scary face. So then I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to do it, but I can imagine because. Um, so in the, in the, in the uh, face of the collapsing, it's, I think that's the time for rest and the time for therapy. Um, I, well, of course we are all therapists and we are working with people course people maybe in some way find solutions in another way but i think it's if it's like uh if you don't find people that you trust and you want to listen to find solutions in a new direction you you're not getting there because the the way we are if you we are if we do it on ourselves i think we we only can look in the in the same direction so I think in therapy, we come to phase four. Uh, it's called the meeting yourself because that's the part that you can look with your coach or a therapist, like what happened? What is my part that I got here? What is, where can I take my 50% of my responsibility that that this, this happened to me? What was... Uh, that I wasn't aware of what was I, what was I doing or not doing, and um, it's um, 
yeah it's it that's that's the the personal work that you can that you have to look for uh for the shadow parts for the for the for the parts that you uh are not aware of and um well i'm i'm not going to go too much in that part in 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 this episode but of course that's what we do in the transpersonal coaching and what we do uh, also in the uh, reconstructive but i think when we go to phase five the transforming yourself um uh, that's really uh the part where uh, i think transformation uh, the meeting yourself is is still a little bit more in words it's the the ratio it's the 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 verbal part like ah oh, yeah i get it like this is what i'm doing and this is what i have to change but i think the transformation um the transforming yourself is really about a new behavior the trying and the experience that we need for transformation so it's like when we have learned like this is this is what i did to get in in the mess i know what i can try to do to to make little changes but that that trying is for the transformation and i think reconstructive is the great tool for really experiencing and to getting experiences and insights like what is my old behavior and what is my potential behavior what's in me that that i need to to develop what 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 is still uh, a little bit inside um the thing to come to uh the last phase phase six the the firmly in flow um is the more we have clear about what we want and the more uh, courage we have to uh, to do it in the way that we want to take responsibility for and to to address it and to be a little bit less scared about what the environment thinks of us um, then we get uh, more efficiency in our actions in our communications uh, the, as well, I think to be to become more clear for ourselves and for the people around us. All right, so that was my um, uh, introduction for uh, this topic, and I'm really curious what my colleagues of Reese want to add or to say about uh, this topic burnout. And I'd like to start with Tuchil. Wow. <laughs> Uh, after all this, I I love the idea. Well, I will start with that. I love the idea of meeting yourself because I think that it when you start burn burning burning out yourself is when you start disconnected from yourself. And sometimes mm -hmm. we don't realize that we are really disconnected, just doing and doing and doing with our cult that we say you no know, culture, education, family, what are expecting from us and. I, what you say at the beginning, that is, we are always something, or sometimes we are doing it um, not for ourselves, but what they are expecting or, or the control. Why I'm mm. thinking people is looking at me, how they, uh, you know, that they think that I'm like this, or I have a my personality or my way to be 
in the world is like that. So I have the idea that if I stop doing this or if I just change even the profession, if I don't feel that my profession is fulfilling, you know, anymore, I, I'm afraid to do that. And I keep going and going. And sometimes we feel that we are stressed out for just doing, but sometimes I think that the difference between stress out and burnt out is like burnt out take us to to collapse, right? To mm. I'm not feeling I'm not uh, getting any value for what I'm doing. I'm not feeling that it I'm motivate motivated. Um, and what you were saying is going down to the to feel depressed or. And I want to say that the press is like, take the pressure, like you need to rest to do something that uh, it's just what you were saying that I like, just stop and realize, uh, take a time to, I think that reconnect with yourself. I, I love that saying that it's like the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. Mm. And I think the quality of your relationship starts with, the relationship with yourself like mm. what i'm doing right now with uh i really like it i'm what i need to stop and what you really <laughs> explained it really well like you were saying that boundaries and what i want and what i don't want and things that we never ask ourselves because we are so conditioned to okay um my value and i think that people that i used uh, or burnt out easily is when, because they are always, um, I, I will forget they were. Come. They don't have to value them. They can't value themselves. They don't value themselves. They value themselves because what they do, know what they, they are really are mm. like, mm. no, mm. just to be in themselves. Mm. Not, so it's always the value of that. So I have to keep going and then giving this, facade of myself to the people, but I'm really disconnected to myself. Mm. So I love the idea that in a way, when you collapse and really realize that your body is saying no more, mm. it's, it's time mm. to stop. Even, you know, you get sick or something, it uh, happens that to you that you say, okay, you need like the crisis, you need to stop and say what I'm doing. And I think it's the time that you have the opportunity to say, okay, it's time to meet myself. Like mm. you were saying that I love the idea of, okay, yeah. how I'm feeling, what, where I feeling that, that of, about the body check with yourself. And I think that we can do it every day just to, uh, and you were saying something really interesting because you say, okay, Sometimes they ask us, if you say to a psychologist, regular psychologist, they say, okay, take some rest between. And you were saying, yes, but sometimes that is not enough. Just to get breathe and then it helps. I, I think that it helps, but what it helps is that what you are doing, you are doing it for yourself and not for someone else. And I think that could be the difference. Yeah. Like I love what I'm doing. I don't know if that is, I was thinking that sometimes when I have a lot of work, I say, oh, I'm, I'm not doing my bed, right? I used to do that because I used to say, I do it because I I learned to do it. I have to do it. And now I, when I do it, I do it for myself. It's the first thing that I feel mm. like it, <laughs> I did my bed. And it's just, it's a difference of the thinking of the things that I'm doing. It's, 
I really do it for myself or I'm doing it for someone else. So, and mm. I think it worked. And even with the relationship that I think that is something that people missed when the relationships is sometimes we go to work and sometimes we enjoy what we're doing. But if we don't have the connection with our partner and or we don't have something to reset ourselves, like say, oh, life is good about that. It should be good at work. But in the relationship, you were saying, yes, what is taking us uh, that we can, you know, share together. And then mm. it's very important because we can burn out from relationships that I love that. you. So what you're saying, Shojil, it reminds me of uh, that sometimes when our uh, I have a, a client and he's afraid that his or her partner is getting in a burnout and they ask me for advice. But mostly the advice that I give is not what they like to hear because I say something like, well, if you really want to help him or her, push them in, into, the, in the, into the collapse. And that's the opposite what we want, the opposite of what our child wants. We, we like to help people and we like to help people by, by being nice. But sometimes being nice is not what they need because mm -hmm. if they are... Uh, behaving to you not correctly they're snapping or they are trying to put more responsibility of the household onto you because they have so much work to do and when you say well I will do it because I know that he's so stressful or I know she's having problems at work we 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 help them that they can continue but they won't find the solutions there but if you then take responsibility for yourself and you say well, I, honey, I really feel sad or I'm not happy that you are so in stress with your work, but we have a problem because the way we are doing here in the household, it, it's not okay for me anymore. And I don't want to make you more upset, but I have to say the truth that we need to find a solution because if this is going to continue, you don't only have a problem at work, but you only have also have a problem in the relationship. And then they, they get scared and then, and, but that takes guts to do it, but that's helping because then we push them into the collapsing and that's necessary. And no, and just what I was saying is that in the relationship, we can burn down. So the same that we hmm. can ask about work, like, okay, I'm really feel my work is fulfilling me. I'm growing yeah. in my work. I feel that I'm creative yeah. in my work. I think in the relationship, we should ask sometimes like, okay, um, we are growing together, we are getting yeah. creative, we are like, you know, that it's sometimes we keep going in automatic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we talk to <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank you, Churchill. Thank you. <laughs> Juliet. Topic, what I really like um, that you were so clear with the stages. Because by coincidence, I have a client now that is in a burnout, but the process was completely blind, like it, it, like it was an imaginary disease. Mm. It wasn't there, but, mm. but she has a job. She's very much respected. Uh, um, she's not Dutch, but she's working on, on high level. And she got a lot of recognition and... Um, but her autopilot was like always saying yes, because you said something about the, her saying no and being a perfectionist. But she was so good in that. 
so they liked her very much at the job. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes she would work the weekends. The boss would ask, oh, can you do this, to do that? And then she got a new boyfriend. <clears throat> and then suddenly she had to choose between the job and the, and the, and the boyfriend. And then she would go in the train to her job and would get panic attacks, like the, the, what you said about breathing and not able to breathe anymore. Mm -hmm. And so the body was starting to talk. And, and that's how she found out that, that uh, her outer palate, her inner child was always doing this uh, to, to please, to be mm. seen, to be, and especially because you are from another culture. She was like, oh, I have to do more than the others because, mm. and she was already very mm. good. Mm. So, uh, and, and I'm also, I'm a translator uh, sometimes at um uh, Dutch in reintegration office so I have to translate for people that come with a burnout and what I notice is that they, in, they they send them home yeah you need rest but they only look to the first three stages you mentioned so like no no they look to the exhausted and to the collapse so you rest and get some therapy but you have to reintegrate as soon as possible because the company wants you back or you mm. or you leave the company. So there's not much focus in on the growth in it, like on the action or like you say, like meeting yourself or or being in a flow, like learning how how can I support myself in the mm. next time? I, I don't think I don't see that so much. I mean, we work like that. And then uh, so do they learn how to support themselves, to be kind to yourself, to be firm in flow, but also to be, uh, uh, um, yeah, to be more conscious or, well, those that whole process from pain to solution. Um, yeah. And that's what I really, uh, um, yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say, um, uh, that, that those hidden parts that are sometimes completely blind to us. So mm. we, we need the body mm. to tell us, well, you, you have to yeah. experience. Yeah. And, um, and now she, she changed job and she found out that she's really, uh, she got her recognition from the Dutch, uh, but now she looked to a complete different uh, direction and she's so happy. So this is a, like a crisis to wake up. But, mm. but uh, if you are not conscious yourself, I'm not sure, well, we are the therapists, we can help, but it's not always um, official that you can get this help. You have to look it, uh, for it to, for yourself. Mm. Yeah. That's what I notice a lot. There's not, not the focus on, uh, on, on growth insight. Yeah. Well, but that's like, that's, that's the society, right? That's a, economy, that's money. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you, Juliet. Thanks. All right, Lorena. Hello, everyone. Um, I think burnout, we need it sometimes in our life in order to, as I think the state, the stage that you mentioned, Job, are really great. And, and I think we have to identify where we are and also to understand that, yeah, burnout, we need it in order to stop. And to say, okay, what I'm doing with my life, what I, I need to change. Um, I think for some of us, it's kind of uh, different or hard to, to grow in that direction. Like say, how can I grow from the discomfort? 
because having a burnout is not easy. It's not mm. fun. It's a really discomfort yourself say what I'm doing. And, but I want to say like the burnout, it's an opportunity. We need it. It's a, and it's okay to be discomfort because probably in the moment you don't see it, but if you find help, mm. if you go through the steps, I'm sure you're going to achieve to have the courage to find yourself again mm. and also to, you know, deal with the fear. We, we won't lock, we won't supreme the fear. The fear is going to be there because you're going to find something new. But at the same time, we can transform that as a excitement, emotion. Mm. And, and it's going to be here, there, but we need to give us the chance to be... Um, to don't know what is going to happen, but to give it as Juliet was saying with her client, like she found another job and now she, she's a little bit better. And, and that's what we want. We want to feel better, but um, it's okay to, to understand that burnout is a stage. It's a part of the life that we have to sometimes deal with in order to wake up mm. and, and make some changes, valuable changes in our life. Yeah. Thank you, Lorena. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's what you said. Like it's it's something that we need. That's really it's correct. And and I think there is also uh, a link or a connection from this episode, this topic of burnout, and the episode that we did about the midlife crisis, because there's a lot a lot lot similar. It's we need crises to 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 move on to to the next level to to well we are in flow we feel healthy or we feel good when we keep growing when we keep keep expanding and sometimes it it's necessary to to feel stuck to to in that stuckness to gain the energy to. <laughs> To, to break something and then we can 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 go to to that to that next level and and when when well it's one of the things i at least always say in the intake when i see a, a client for the first time with the with the burnout is that uh it was one of the best thing that things that happened to me when i look back at it when i was in it and it, it and and it's also good to to uh, remember that uh, burnout is not something that you can fix in a couple of weeks or even not in a couple of months. It's it's a very long process. It's like all processes of of really deep transformation to become to become more your essence, to become more your, the, your real true self. That's, that's, that's hard work. That's, that's, that's work for the rest of our lives almost, but it's, it's like, I, I, um, it's one of the best things that happened to me. Of course, it was really, really tough and really painful and difficult, but at the same time, also after that period, when I, of course, there are again and again, those periods that are similar but you you know it faster you have you it's it's a little bit more dramatic it's a little bit more you're not I think most of the times you're not going that deep down rock the bottom again because that's it's not that it's 
if people come to me and they say like, yeah, I had like four burnouts in five years. Then it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> then I don't think they had four times the whole six faces. You know, that that because that's that's not possible. Then they stopped somewhere and after phase two, they went to work again and and okay, then 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 you can do it. Otherwise, uh, you can't do it. All right. Thank you very much, uh, my colleagues, the listeners, for uh, listening to this uh, podcast episodes of Flashlights in the Dark. And um, next month, we are back with a new episode. Uh, if you have any questions about this topic or about our uh, uh, coaching sessions or about the workshops we do um, in the uh, content of this episode, you can find some text, you can find some links, websites, link in bios to find all our uh, events, the way to connect with us. Uh, if you have a question about this topic specifically about burnout, you can also contact us. Um, and we can also mention like, what is there maybe a topic that you would like to hear us talk about in this uh, podcast episode? Let us know. We are really curious about what topic you would like us to talk about. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye-bye.